What's going on, everybody? It's your host, Rob Marsh. You listen to the Rims and Nets podcast. This is my quick thoughts edition, episode three. So, again, so we're going to pretty much, you know, this will be the third edition, and we're pretty much just going to give you the keys to the game on a Monday, May 23rd. Where the Boston Celtics, are, you know, pretty much I'm going to kind of summarize real quick what's pretty much have gone on in the series so far. Obviously, game one, the Celtics weren't able to to win that game as they were able to have one of the most historic third quarter collapses <laughs> as they dropped that game and end up losing that game. Game two, they came back. Marcus Smart. They didn't play in the last game. Al Horford came back from his COVID protocols. They were to win that game. And then here we are, game three. And, well, lastly, Saturday was game three. Where, as we talk about them completely not, pretty much, pretty much they weren't in the moment at all. And... They were able to. They dropped that game just because of the the lackadaisical effort and 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 shooting themselves in the foot with consistent, you know, turnovers throughout the game, and they end up losing a close one, one hundred nine to one hundred three. Able to come back. They were down by twenty points in the first quarter, but was able to come back. So to start things off. Let's, as we approach game four, just about an hour away from tip-off, I'm going to give you my keys on what I expect the Celtics to do and what I expect them to do in order for them to get a win tonight. So let's start with, I'm going to give you three points, three keys that the Celtics got to do. The first key the Celtics got to do, because I noticed in the last game, you know, the Heat were physical. And I know the Celtics are not, even though they play good defense, I don't think they're naturally a a physical team. So it's going to be up to them to be, play to their strengths. You know, I understand they can't play in a rock fight. They're not really best in a rock fight. And I, I said it in the last series against Milwaukee. Play up temple basketball. Use your athleticism. That is their advantage against the Heat. Well, look at Kendrick Perkins. We're seeing Kendrick Perkins in the post game, in the pregame right now. I love to see this because he's he's been on ESPN for pretty much the past couple weeks, and now we've seen him in the, in the pregame, which could be good luck because it seems like Perkins tends to end up being on the pregame. They end up. You know, Southern's end up being, you know, end up winning games when he's in the pregame. But anyways, I'm watching uh, NBC Sports Boston. But focusing on my keys, like I just mentioned, play to your strengths. Don't get into a rock fight with the Heat. Play up tempo. Speed the game up. Get out in transition. Run. Like, really, that's what Miami did to us. They need to do, they need to do that to them. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, they were playing on their heels. Get them on their heels. You're at home. Like, you know, use that as an advantage to get to the free throw line. Get out and transition. Make out. It's going to be tough without Marcus Smart, as Marcus Smart is not playing today. So, there's no outlet passes. But Derek White is a, is a, is a definitely a guy that's going to be, you know, even though Smart is what he is, I think Derek White... Can still make plays out there. He's still a pretty good playmaker. So, you know, that's going to be the key. Tatum and, and really White just kind of being running the offense and being playmakers to really get guys open looks. I think they're definitely capable. But I think they've just got to, you know, get up, and the, get up and down the floor, play more faster, play an up-tempo style. Because that's really what the, where the Celtics are at their best. When they're, they're, they have the more athletic team and they need to show it. Stop playing up to the Miami Heat's pace with, where it's, you know, a rock fight. Play up-tempo. I'm telling you right now that if they do that, now you have Rob in, in, in the lineup. Rob is a very good rim runner. Rob is a very good uh, uh, quick quick running big that can get up and down the floor. Utilize that while he's out there, you know. Same thing with Al. I think Al can, can push the push the issue and, and he can play make out, out there so they there's no reason why they're often should should be in this position where they're in a half court set with this Miami te- Heat team that can load up on you and make things tough you know because they have quick hands because they can get steals they're just gonna have to like play faster I know I'm rambling but <laughs> probably put two I pretty much put a lot of keys into one but uh I just think that's obviously that's one big thing. Just play faster. Two, let's start on the defensive end. There's no Tyler Hero today, so that that's a good thing. Miami should struggle on the offensive end. You don't have Tyler Hero. Jimmy Butler's not 100%. Kyle Lowry's not 100%. I mean, that is what you got to do. This team is this Miami Heat team is limping into this game as much as we are limping into this game. They are just as limping in the game as well. You're at home. You have to, like, use that crowd and, and, and play stingy defense against a team that really is wounded right now. Like, they're a wounded team. The only thing they have is their physicality. They're really, you know, you know, their toughness and physicality. But as far as, like, their their talent level, force them to, to, to take tough shots over a contested hand. I thought, like... the. The attention to detail just wasn't there in the last game. And on defense, that that can't waver in this one because this is this is obviously a must-win game, and they had to play desperate, especially on the end of the floor, on the defensive end of the floor. Make things tough. Force turnovers. Only one. I think there was only one or two steals in the game compared to 19 of the Heat. That's got to You got to cause way more turnovers than that. And throughout the year, they were very good at causing turnovers. May not be the best in the NBA at it, like the Miami Heat were, but. We was pretty good at, like, turning teams over and really making plays out of that. So I expect a little bit more of that. I expect at the pans. I expect guys contesting shots. I expect guys running guys off the line like they were in previous games where they were much more successful against the Bucks and the Nets in the previous series. And the final key, I would say, to wrap things up, um, remain your... Remain, uh, remain poised and don't lose your composure in tight situations. Because I feel like this team—that's been probably their weakness all, all, 
season long, if not all playoffs long, more so early in the year. But they have to remain their composure in tight situations where, you know, Miami's going to make a run, especially if Butler's out there and Butler's playing well. He can lead out a run for them. But if that defense continues to play like it's played all year, you may not see that many runs today. I mean, they're definitely in a position where they're going to be um, in a position where they're going to be offensively challenged without no without Tyler Hero out there. So usually that's where they would have to go with with Hero and Butler. Those are those guys that can really spark those runs. And one 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 of those guys is not playing, which I think is a huge loss for the Heat not having Tyler Hero in this one. So. My advice, just like I said, remain your composure. That's what keeps the turnovers down. Slow down. When you're in the half court, move the basketball side to side. Um, set, set solid screens. I, I, I noticed that guys weren't setting solid screens out there. And if you are going to set a solid screen, particularly Rob, you know, rim run to the rim, force the attention to you know, force the defense to have attention on him, and that could create some openings for Tatum and Jalen Brown to make some jump shots. But we'll see how everything unfolds. But those are probably my biggest keys. And I just think the Celtics have to uh, continue to do what's, what's, what's made them a top-tier team in the second half of the season. They have to continue to remember who they were and how they were. And like I said, don't let the Miami Heat get them get you into a rock fight type game. Speed the tempo up. Play faster. Get out on a transition, even on missed shots. I guarantee you that will be some great success. And they'll be able to they'll be able to get favorable matchups if they do that. If they can get out and run and, and beat Miami up the floor, they will have favorable matchups. They will be the a really attack some of those guys like the Vincents of the world and the um, Max Struzes in transition. And I really don't think Jalen uh, Brown and, and, and Tatum should be struggling when they're in, you know, when they're in favorable matchups like they were, you know, in game one in that first half. The game, that, that first half in game one was textbook. They need to get back to that. And I think they will get back to that. And I think they'll win this game. So that's pretty much my prediction. And those are my keys to the game. All right, so so I'm pretty much done. I'm about to get ready to watch this and pretty much dissect it to the you know till we get the next podcast up. But uh, the next podcast is probably going to really talk focus on you know the NBA Finals, probably focus on the draft. Um, the NBA draft is going to be coming up as well. The NBA Combine was this past week so I wrote some notes on that I'm thinking about putting out an article on that um, and probably just pretty much have like a summary of what happened in the NBA Combine who pretty much are winners who's pretty much losers in that NBA Combine setup this past week in Chicago so we'll kind of get into the NBA probably get into the Nike EYBL tournament that's coming up and then the May 2 which is pretty much right around Memorial Day weekend, or it might be, I think it might be this weekend, to be honest with you, it might be either this weekend or like middle of the week, I think it's this weekend, it's Memorial Day weekend when it starts, 
So we'll definitely talk about that as well. And any any recruitment news or, or commitments or whatever locally, we'll definitely take note of that as well. All right, so that wraps things up for my Rims and Nets quick thoughts. This is your host, Rob Morris. I'm out. Peace.